episode 88 of the 25 Live. My name is Jim Burnick, and my special guest this week, well, it's me. You gotta remember, it's my own show, my own rules, I can do whatever the hell I want. Uh, but uh, this episode is a little bit different. Uh, you know, the past 87 episodes, I've had a guest. You know, we talk about them, they're the star, it's not about me, I'm just there to ask questions to try to get the most out of them, and uh, it's not going to be the case this week. Um, this is, uh, again, it's all about me, me being selfish, but uh, here's what it comes down to. On uh, Thursday, the 23rd of April, uh, I ended up getting diagnosed with thyroid cancer, and uh Despite doing this firefighter cancer stuff for 15 years, I know a lot of people assume that I've already had cancer. That's not actually the case. Uh, so this is uh, a first for me. I'm uh, I'm now officially part of the club, uh, the club that you don't want to be in. But, um, you know, I'm not asking for your sympathy or, or your, you know, you're worrying about me. It's, it's going to be okay. I've got a pretty good-looking outcome. But uh, I think there's lessons learned there that could be passed on. And that's why I'm sitting here doing this. Uh, It's really for the benefit of everybody else. Um, A lot of the stuff that I've been preaching, you know, I've practiced. And it it, it worked out well this way. So so here's here's the diagnosis. Um, uh, It's papillary thyroid carcinoma. It's the most common thyroid cancer. It's also the least aggressive. And I know I'm going to have to have surgery uh, to remove probably all of it uh, and be on meds for the rest of my life. Uh, that's that's what I know so far. I, I also know that uh, it didn't it didn't look like it went anywhere else. It wasn't in the lip nodes, um, so it looks like it's just right there. Um, how this all came to be, because this isn't something that you you know I call it in a typical physical. And I've been, you know, we do our our Department 1582 physicals. I make sure every year to do uh, a physical with my family doctor. This actually came to light, uh, I guess, in question over a year ago. Uh, I was having just dinner with my wife, sitting across from her, and, and she was looking at my neck and looking across from me and said, Something is weird with your neck. <laughs> and I'm like, Okay, what? And what are you talking about? And she said, a side of your neck looks bigger than the other, the right side. And I said, you're, you're crazy. And she said, I'm serious. Go look in the mirror. So I went and I looked in the mirror and I couldn't tell anything. It didn't look any swollen or anything different to me than anything else. And, you know, I told her, I said, I don't know what you're seeing. I, I, I don't see it. And she said, I swear something is weird. And I said, if you, okay, if, if you say so, I'll, I'm going to go get checked out. And so I went to DNT. They uh, scheduled an ultrasound for me, you know, this time last year. And I went and they found that I had a nodule on my thyroid. Uh, Nothing crazy. They said it was small. It wasn't anything to worry about just yet. Just let's keep a look on it. So, you know, they even kind of were passive about it. It was like, you know, you can just, you don't have to come back next year, whatever you want to do, you know. But if you want to come back, that's fine. I said, I'd like to come back. Let's let's do this again next year. Let's see if it changes. And so that year came up on uh, this Wednesday, the the twenty second, and uh, sure enough, it it had changed. It had grown. 
And with that, um, they recommended doing a biopsy. So the very next day I went in and got a biopsy done. And, uh, it was, I'm not going to say it was, well, the experience still sucked, but some of it was, was kind of cool. So, you know, the worst part was getting lidocaine, you know, in your, in your throat. And that, that was the worst, but actually doing a biopsy wasn't that bad because I was numb by that point. But I guess the cool thing out of this and what I'm grateful of is I was able to get answers right away. I know the, the waiting is the hardest part, says Tom Petty. And I know that that really um, sucks when somebody is just worried. Is, is it cancerous? Is it not? Um, and I didn't have to, I had to wait about five minutes after this procedure because this, uh, this guy was able to put everything on some slides, put it under a microscope, and come in and tell me that news I told you earlier of what I'm up, what I'm up against, what I'm dealing with here. Um, and that was uh, having that kind of instant answer was, was good. Uh, I was of the mindset, because I, again, I've now been doing this for 20 years, that it was, I was guilty until innocent. For all this time, it, was a, it wasn't a matter of if, it was just when. You know, I, I know, looking back, I know the sins that I've performed throughout my career, uh, right or wrong, being naive, uh, not knowing about the stuff, um, it's the reality. So I've always felt like a ticking time bomb and I knew my time was up here, but it was a diagnosis that um, is survivable. It's it's could be, and I know this obviously well that it could be much, 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 much worse. So I am I'm fortunate. I'm grateful for this. Um, I guess where I'm going with next is uh, the early detection. That truly was key to this. Uh, it was. Is being again knowing the odds, the odds aren't well, and being aggressive with my screenings, whether it's you know the regular physicals, um, you know uh, I get skin exams, you know a couple times a year, uh, and then being on top of things with this, you know I always think back to um, my buddy Mark Ryan who held off getting checked with. Uh, you know, for the uh, a spot on his back, and it ended up being, you know, stage four melanoma, and you know, just the whole idea if he would have got it checked out earlier, maybe we caught an earlier stage, he probably would still be working. So, I mean, I really take that attitude to heart. It's not just talk, and I've preached about this, I mean, really all throughout the U.S. and Canada, uh, any chance I can, and and it was it was good to show that it, it does. I mean, it, what I was preaching was true, you know, just kind of going off a hunch, trusting my wife and what I thought was her being crazy, but still going through with it and end up catching this, this cancer and catching it early. Uh, I don't have any symptoms. So this would have kept going and going and going and, and, you know, who knows, you know, it's, you don't want to think about that kind of stuff. So, I guess my point is early detection, staying on top of things, being aggressive with them again, just because the odds are just are not in our favor is is really huge. That's probably the biggest takeaway from all this stuff, you know, and, and other things that I, and I felt like I honestly was more prepared for this than probably about anybody. I, 
I've talked to so many people when they're diagnosed and, and kind of guided them of where to go and what to do that when it was my turn, it was pretty natural. You know, I knew to call the attorney and just give her the heads up, you know, tell her what's going on. You know, I called my old friends at the FCSN. Um, they're going to be sending me a toolbox and uh, I'll have a mentor, somebody that's been through this exact cancer can tell me what I'm up against. That's, that's another thing I preached about that I do think is helpful because I know a little bit about what's going coming ahead, but I, you know, having somebody that's actually been there and and dealt with this and went down that road, I I know is valuable, and it's, it's I know it's going to be valuable for me too because it's just there is some uncertainty. Um, you know, one of the other things that I was kind of smart about over the years is getting supplemental cancer insurance. Again, I I, I can't tell you how many times I want to say this now, but the odds I know are not in our favor, so. And knowing, again, my past sins, um, I, I just I knew it, was, it would be smart to get this just in case. You know, now, with, now with this particular cancer, I, I'm going to probably be off a few weeks. And uh, it'll probably end up being eventually fought out and, you know, for presumptive cancer within our state. I, I know that um, it should be covered there. Now do I expect a fight? Yeah, I, I know I'm going to be fought about this because it's it's me, and and I'd love to fight them. So, uh, and and I'm also kind of of the mindset, right or wrong. I th- I'm probably the only one of this mindset that I'm I'm looking forward to it. Like, I I've already daydreamed about me sitting in that room and just 15 years of this stuff just coming out of all this information I've had over the years. Like it's it's going to be <laughs> it's going to be fun, which is probably the complete opposite of how everybody else feels at a workers' comp hearing. But um, at least that's how I feel right now, this minute. Um, and this is just me again shooting the shit with you, telling you how I am right now. And this is being what Sunday, April twenty fifth, when I'm taping this. Um, you know, but having that supplemental insurance, I want to go back to that. Um, I absolutely could see how this could be extremely beneficial to other firefighters and you know they end up having different situations maybe the cancer they get isn't covered by presumptive maybe they're going to be off work much 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 longer uh, than I am um, uh, again I, I feel pretty blessed with this diagnosis uh, if you're going to get diagnosed this is this is one of the ones to get but uh, if you're going to have something that's more in depth if you're looking at you know actually doing chemo or radiation and being off work for an extended period this supplemental insurance I think will help you get to that other side a little bit easier where you don't have to worry about your stress or about the worker you know fighting the workers comp which I know is just common almost anywhere um, so I can't say enough about that too uh, just the value and having that and having that in the back of your mind, knowing that you at least have this and you can concentrate more on getting better and getting through your fight and not worry about the financial stress um, that would be added if you didn't have this. So that's another consideration. I guess my two big points here is early detection and really truly look at supplemental insurance. There's all all sorts of policies out there. There's a ton of them. Um, and they all generally are not made for firefighters. They're just made for whoever is working and so again with the odds it's uh it's kind of a no-brainer for me um 
and that's why I did that. So I recommend you really look into that as well. Um, as far as what's next for me, I've got uh, an appointment with my ENT on uh, the 30th, so this coming Friday. Be the first time I see her since all this information has been out, and I'll see what her game plan is. And I've already set up a second opinion. Not a second opinion about my diagnosis. That's not what I'm worried about. It is what it is. But um, a second opinion about what the treatment is. Where do we go from here? So I'll be going up to the Ohio State uh, James Cancer Center uh, on Monday the 3rd. And from then, you know, I'll have a game plan hopefully. And if I don't like those, I'll get a third opinion. It's, it's fine. It's, uh, I learned long ago that you need to be your own advocate. You need to do your own homework. You need to figure out what's best. This, uh, treating for cancer is ever evolving, just like all the research for cancer and all the prevention stuff for cancer. So, um, you know, I'm going to figure out what's best for me, what's best for the family. Um, again, going into this, it, I believe I have a really good outcome. Um, you know, right now I basically have a sore throat because of a bunch of needles being stuck in my throat. But beyond that, I'm, I'm fine. And uh, mentally, uh, it has been ups and downs. I, I think as prepared as I am for everything else, uh, it's you can never prepare for actually when you hear those words. It's... Uh, it is a, a whirlwind uh, of emotion, just uh, and it goes everywhere. And uh, I, I've already received so much support, and and it's awkward because I'm I'm used to being, you know, I'm the peer support lead. I, I'm used to reaching out and I'm asked, you know, trying to help people, and it's weird. It's just odd. It's odd to me, and I don't know why, but it's un- almost uncomfortable to to have it done on the other way. And I don't, I don't look, it's not anybody else's fault. It's just me being weird. I get that. I I mean, I appreciate all this stuff, but it's just odd. Uh, And I'm, it's makes me uncomfortable. It's unusual, but uh, I know where everybody's heart is and people coming out of the woodwork, people I haven't seen or talked to that got wind of this from one way or the other and putting past grievances aside. Um, it's pretty cool. I wish it, uh, I wish it didn't have to come to something like this for that to happen, but I'm still grateful for that. So I really don't know what my next few weeks are. I mean, I I, I know I'm going to be all over the place, but with that being said, I, I'm going to concentrate on probably what I need to concentrate on, which is me. And I haven't done probably the best job of that I uh I feel like I worry about everybody else but I know I need to take care of myself better and I need to be here for my family so I don't know when the next time is you're going to hear from me um I, I've I've kept up this once a week schedule for over a year and a half now I've you know added a show um fire engineering monthly I've upped my union spot where I'm just, just more um, I'm just basically busy um, and I think that I've sacrificed myself for others it feels like and I'm going to take a step back and get back to the basics at least a little bit I'm going to try so I don't know but um 
Yeah, I just want to leave you with that. It's not bad. It's it's good. I was ultimately, besides the mental stuff, I was prepared for this. And um, if anybody knows me, I'm I'm a fighter, and I'm not I'm not too terribly worried about this. Um, but it is a certainly a wake up call, and it's uh, well, it's scary. But um, with that being said, I, I don't really know what else to say. I think I, I kind of covered what I wanted to cover, and uh, just again tell you that it's not all it's not all bad. I was fortunate to catch it early, and I'll be aggressive and take care of it, and I'll move on, and I should have really you know the same lifestyle going forward. So I know I'm again fortunate, and I'm thankful and especially for my wife, um, just, gosh, just catching it, uh, just being that observant and knowing me better than I know myself. So with that, I will, um, I'll go. I guess uh, my name is Jim, and I am all out of time for this week. So take care.